Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Fasting is first of all not our idea, it's God's idea. So then if it's God's idea, then he reserves the right to have a say in the way we do it. It's very important. So then if God has a say in how we do it, it is only smart to find out what God has got to say about how you engage in your fasting. Other than that, it can just be a religious, you know, there are some other religions too fast. They fast, but it doesn't, much of it doesn't bring personal, much of it don't bring personal change of stories, personal change of stories and corporate um, strength. So our, our, this fasting must work for you because things are moving and our fasting has come to make it move better for us. So I spoke about the chosen fast. God's chosen kind of fast is very important to. And on the first day, I spoke about the fasting that God likes, the fasting that God, that, and then the fasting that God doesn't like. And I think we will visit it, visit it again and hopefully I will be able to end on that. But on the first day, I spoke about four things that when we engage in chosen fast, we see the ben- we, we see happening in our life. And yesterday, I added five, making it nine. So far, we've seen nine things that happens when we, we engage in fasting. But I want to jump back again to the, the same chapter, verse one. It said, cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression, ah, ah, and the house of Jacob their sins. Really? He said, don't do it. Don't say it softly. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Shout it on the rooftop. Let's, let, let my people see. He says, God spoke to his prophet. He said, go, say to them, lift up your voice like a trumpet and show my people where they are getting it wrong. Show my people, show the house of Jacob what they are doing wrongly and what they are not doing right. And I was quite surprised that he's talking about fasting. What they are not doing right. He says, this is what is interesting. This is what is interesting. Look at this. This is very interesting. The next verse says, he said, yet my people seek me daily. They have transgression. They are doing some things wrong and yet they are still seeking me. Not that they are forsaking me. That tells you that they have a certain intention to do it right. But the approach they are using or the way they are doing it, they are doing it the wrong way. Lift up your voice like a trumpet and tell, show my people their transgression. Transgress is means to cross the boundary, to break the rules. There's no way you can have any success on, in life without laws. In Romans chapter 8, he talks about how, verse 2, he said, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from another law. So you are not free from one law to be lawless. You are free from one law to be under another law because it takes laws to see progress in life. You can't be born against and say that doesn't matter. Whatever I do is fine. No. He has, he has, we have been set free from the law of sin and death so that we can be under the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That's law. He says that this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. It's a law. That's only part of the man. But thou shalt meditate to do day and night. And thou shalt, that, that may, why are you meditating? That you may observe to do according to not some, not by fair way. All that is written inside it. For then, someone say then. then. There are a lot of people who want results without then. 
there are things that must be done so that, so then. So when you read what I've been teaching in Isaiah, it says that then shall thy light shine. Then, then. It's because something has taken place. So then this is happening. Then this is that right. It says that then you shall make your way prosperous. You end up making, then thou shall, uh, said, then thou shall make thy way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Is a, is a, it's a result of applied laws. You have to apply the laws. So when you are fasting, it's good to know the laws governing fasting and do it, do it aright. So it says, yet they seek me daily. Isaiah chapter 50, 58 verse 2. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways. Wow. As a nation that did righteousness and, fors and forsook not the ordinance of the Lord. They are behaving. These are good people. Good intentions. They take delight in approaching God. It's not like the people who say, oh, no, no, me, this Zoom thing. This fasting thing, I won't do it. No, no. He said, my people take delight in approaching me. And yes, they are doing it in a transgressing way. Then the verse 3 says that. This is what they are saying. Ah, why have we fasted and you have not seen it? They are questioning. Ah, is that someone who has been questioning God? God, I've given my tithe and you are not doing anything. <laughs> Lord, no, this. Some people say, now, okay, God, this whole year I will miss one service. And let's see what you do. Please don't give God ultimatums. It doesn't work like that. God, I've done this, but you haven't done this. God, you say, okay, I should forgive you. I forgive you. You haven't done this. God, look, last year I fasted. Last two years I fasted. January I fasted. And we have February, March, April, I've been fasting. And even, Lord, when we were doing 21 days, I did 62 days. I did 62 days. So we said, God, why? You have, can't you see what I'm doing? They said, that's what, he said, that's what my people say. They say, where have we, uh, 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 where, wherefore have we fasted, says thee, and thou seest not? You are not seeing it, God. Are you not seeing what we are doing? Where, wherefore have we afflicted our souls, and thou taken no knowledge? You are not, can't you see what we are doing? Can't you recognize it? Then God is saying, let me tell you something. In the days of your fast, you find pleasure and exert your labor. You go about life normal. The only thing is that you are just put away food. And so we are en engaging in spiritual activity, but nothing else has changed. I mean, how can you, how can you be watching filthy images in the time of fasting again? Ah, sister, and you are saying that this thing, this is my challenge is a lot. Ah, for goodness sake, we are fasting. We just finished the service. Why are you going to fight? You said, now I finished the service. You wait. I have service. <laughs> I have service. You, when I finish, we will see. Modern day Christians are very, very, very interesting. We have become so much realistic. It's the church of Pergamos. There's so much mixture. The world and the church has mixed so much together. Sometimes you are not even sure what you, is this the world or and to, to the extent that many people in church can't even tell the difference. The church of Pergamos is so worldly that sometimes we don't even realize. You, I mean, you are fasting. You are fasting. And you are the most, most contentious person in your house. Yeah. We always are soft on ourselves and excuse our behavior. And so he says, the, the scripture says that you go about your normal, your normal labor. You have pleasure. You find pleasure. Behold, in the, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure. Your, the things that sweet you, the things that you do on bad days and days that you are not spiritual, even when you are fasting, you still continue on that. Find pleasure in it and exert all your labors and everything seems normal. Verse 4, behold, ye fast for strife and debate. Can you imagine? You are just trying to prove a point and to, and to smite with the fist of wickedness. You, you haven't, it's like we haven't changed. Our, some people are so, so normal 
that you still retain your wicked intentions in a time of fasting. You said, this person, that's what I will do to them. <laughs> you, uh, oh. it, the fasting hasn't, that's the problem of people who believe that they pray to move heaven, but they, they, they are always a stumbling block in the, in the path of others. Relationships don't matter to them. It's just between me and God. Me and God. Anytime you see yourself, I always say, I'm a Christian. And my, my Christianity is just between me and God. He doesn't understand Christianity. Let me even not use the word Christianity. He doesn't understand godliness. He doesn't understand godliness. Because soon as the more godly you become, the more it shows in your relationships, in your interactions with people. Anybody, whether believer or unbeliever, the only thing that you, are, you don't tolerate is anything that tries to attack God or the things of God undermine the things of God. You don't find it. The only time you saw Jesus angry was when he was dealing with the religious guys who were a problem to the things of God. Or when he went and took the whip and he was whipping people from the church. Because they are spoiling the work of God. But apart from that, even prostitutes could find forgiveness in him. Even people who were bad, bad, notorious people. On the cross when he was dying, he could, a criminal, a convicted criminal, who just said, Jesus, please remember me. He said, why not? Why not? If you believe, no problem. Why not? So, the more godly you are, the more, I'm about to release something. Are you ready for this? The more godly you are, the more forgiving you are. The more forgiving you are. The more, uh, you are not spiritual if you are always um, harboring bitterness. You are not spiritual. You are not spiritual if you are unforgiving. The more, for, the more spiritual you are, the more merciful you become. The more, you can never get closer to God and be merciless. People step on your toe, but you can be merciful towards them because you are closer to God, because you are becoming more spiritual. And these are the things that should begin to characterize our fasting. Instead of commanding God, I demand, I demand, I demand bread and butter, I demand money, I demand husband, I demand wife. God, don't you see I'm fasting? If you don't, if you don't do it, this is my last time I'm fasting. This is your last time. This is your last time I'm fasting. Because last year I told you, you didn't do it. I said, you fast for stripe and debate and to smite with the face of wickedness. You shall not fast as you do this day. Don't let your fasting be that kind of fasting. God, they were doing it. And that's why I said, shout it aloud. Shout it. Let your voice be like a trumpet. Raise your voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression. Because they are fasting, but other things are still normal. He said, you shall, verse 4, you shall not fast. Ye shall not fast as you do this day to make your voice be heard on high. This thing will not, will not move heaven. Then he goes on to talk about how. Um, then he, he begins to question them. Is this the kind of fasting? He begins to even say more about the negative stuff they are fasting. This is this a kind of fasting? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his uh, head as a bulrush? To spread sackcloth? That's the, what they normally do. Their fasting is, you know, you bow down your head. These are part of normal expressions of fasting. But this is not all there is about fasting. Will thou call this a fast, an acceptable day of the Lord? No. Just doing this doesn't mean, just going away from, um, going without food doesn't really mean much. But let it, let it be because of your hunger for God. Your hunger for God is playing out in keeping your way, yourself away from food for a while. So your hunger for God is being expressed in your hunger, in your intentional hunger. It's a choice hunger, not because there is no food. It's a willing, choice hunger.
voluntary. I see God this season. God will visit you. And husband and wife, you are fasting. You are fasting. Enough of this tension and quarreling. Satan is trying to stir anger. Everything seemed okay till the fasting was about to start. Where from this argument? You have to see Satan for who he is. Spot him quickly. Where from this argument? Where from this bitterness and anger? Where from this tension? That you can't even see eye to, you can't even talk. In a time of fasting, rather. No, you can't do that. Satan is trying to invalidate your fasting. He's trying to undermine your fasting. He said, tell my people they are transgression. You are fasting, but this is not the kind of fast he wants. Look, just when this fasting started, a big argument you've, you and your sister are fighting. In fact, they may have to. The police was almost called to come and separate. Why? Satan, it's not that because you're a bad person, but Satan is taking advantage of the system, the environment. And to, but you must know this is not a time for some things. I'm setting myself away from, from everything, from normal living. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then the verse 6, then the, that's when it says that it's not this, the fast that I have chosen. Then he begins to explain the things they should be doing in their fasting. The one, lose the bands of wickedness. Two, to, to undo heavy burdens. Three, to let the oppressed go free. Four, to break every yoke. Five, to deal thy bread to the hungry. Six, um, that thou um, bring the poor, yeah, that bring the poor that are cast out of thy house. Um, that's six, seven. When thou seest the naked, you cover him. Uh, eight, thou hide not your face from thy flesh. Then, is, then verse eight says that then shall your light break forth. So I've mentioned eight things, but there are ten things he said we should do. Eight so far. Then the um, then number one, actually 14 things that God will do. Okay, 14 things. One is thy light. I've mentioned, I've mentioned this already. One, thy light will break forth as the morning. Two, thy health shall spring forth speedily. Three, thy righteousness shall go, before, shall go before thee. Four, the glory of God of the Lord shall be thy rare reward. Um, that's four. And then five, as I explained in verse 10, then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness be as the new day. That's all the same. Your light is rising in obscurity. Your darkness will be as the same. Light is dawning. And then um, that's five. Six, the Lord shall guide thee continually. Seven, and satisfy thy soul in drought. Eight, make thy bones fat. Nine, shall, you shall be like a watered garden. Ten, and like, sorry, you shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of waters whose water fail not. Then t- 10, and that's verse 12. And they, so we didn't, that's where we didn't get to. Now verse 12, it says that, what's the number 10 thing that will happen? They that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. They that shall be of thee, people who are connected to thee, your children, people who are important to you, your allies, anyone connected to you, will begin things that have gone waste in the past. It will begin to be rebuilt. God will give them. You see, when you are fasting, people around you are going to also benefit. Will be benefiting. Your fasting is benefiting people around you. Your fasting is benefiting people. Then they shall, they that shall be of thee. So long as they are connected to thee, they are of thee. Particularly some of us who are parents, your children, your children, your wife, your husband, your uh, your relative, I mean, people who are for you, your lawyer, your doctor. They, 
They that shall be of thee, because it doesn't take one person to achieve great things. People who are of thee, suddenly, in your church, pastor, in your church, some key guys, grace is going to come upon them. Wisdom is going to come upon them. Supernatural ability is going to come on them. God is going to accelerate them. God is going to empower people around you. Shout hallelujah. Then they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. And then 11 says that, oh, I like that one. Shall raise, uh, thou shalt raise up the foundation of many generations. Do you know what, what that means? You start and others will begin to benefit. Many generations. You become a pace setter. You become a trailblazer. You become a record, a record breaker and a record setter. You break records and set records. Things that haven't ever been achieved in your family, you will lay a foundation for it. It will start with you. Yes. You will lay the foundation of many generations. You, in other words, you start something that hasn't happened from your background or in your field. You, some of you who are students, get ready to break some academic records and set new records. You are about to set some new records. Yes, about to set some new record. Like, no one has ever married in your family. They should wait after this fasting. They should give it. After this fasting, after this fasting, they will see what God can do. They will see what God can do because you are about to raise the foundation of many generations. Your children and children's children and children's children's children. Your community and society will benefit, will be, will benefit heavily from what God is going to produce to you. Who told you fasting doesn't generate results? Ask Esther. Ask Mordecai. Ask Jesus. Moses. All, all these guys. Daniel. Daniel changed. They were in captivity. After Daniel's fasting, everything had to change. After Daniel's fasting, uh, they were going to die. But Haman didn't su succeed. They never succeeded. Pharaoh couldn't succeed. Nobody in history has been able to succeed. Ptolemy Sota didn't succeed. Alexandria the Great. No, Alexandra the Great. Nobody has been ever been able to succeed to get rid of the Jews or take their land. So they, they tried to get rid of, of the Jews, but Haman couldn't do it. Why? Because there was a fasting Esther. Esther said, let's get into fasting. It will change everything. Let's get into fasting. Ask Nehemiah. It took fasting to go and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. It takes fasting to get supernatural accomplishments manifested in your natural life. Laying, raising the foundation for many generations. Hallelujah. I'm talking about some. Please, please, please listen to me. Please don't make the mistake to think your age disqualifies you. No. You might be young, but you can be the one to raise the foundation of many generations. You might be old and still not disqualified. You might be very, very old and you think, I've finished my life. I've... No, 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 no. No, when you, get, you, uh, you enter into encounters with Christ. When you, 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 you hit the spiritual orbit, encounters change every, your results on earth. And some of the results that will come, they are time-tested and they are generational results. I see God raising you to produce generational results. I see God raising you to produce generational results. If you believe you are the one, shout a living amen. amen. Thou shalt raise the foundation of many generations, and then number 12, and thou shalt be called, oh, oh, you shall be called. So people will acknowledge you. It's like, you know, it's like an acknowledgement. They know this one is you. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of 
paths to dwell in. You are coming to change the story. People will not, you will not only, watch, watch this, watch this. There are times people try, you do things and you are not recognized. But this one, even if they don't want to recognize, it will be, it, it will be impossible. It will be, you, your achievements will be noticeable. It will be so noticeable, no one, even the blind will see it. The blind, was it in the Bible when Jesus was coming? Blind man, blind Bartimaeus, he heard that Jesus is coming. He's blind. By because Jesus was such a forceful person, even the blind who can't see, they can know that ah, something different is coming. That's what I'm, I'm trying to tell you. That people who said, You shall be called, you shall be called, you shall no more be called barren, you shall no more be called single. You shall, oh, I feel like preaching. You shall no more be called poor, you, know, I feel, you shall no more be called a fornicator, you shall no more become, be called a failure, you shall no more be called anything negative, you shall be called the successful one, you shall be called the married woman, you shall be called the married man, you shall be called a wife, a husband, a mother, hallelujah. You shall be called the business owner. You shall be called the best empl uh, 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 employee. And you shall be called a good employer. You shall give employment to many. I'm telling you, you may think, you may think, you may think, you're, don't judge yourself. Don't judge yourself by your background. Judge yourself by your God and your heart for your God. Don't judge yourself with your background. It's your heart for God that will change anything, everything. David was an ordinary shepherd boy. He became a king because he was a man after God's heart. He was a man after God's heart. And guess what? He served his generation. Served his generation. And I'm describing your story. This is very prophetic. This fasting is changing your story. So I want to just give you all the 14 now. So it says that you shall be called the repairer of the bridge, the restorer of the path to dwell in. Verse 13. Verse 13 now brings the conditions that we have to fulfill again. It's like every now and then God has to bring it back. You have to do this this way. Do it right. Said, if you turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, this when I was reading it, I said, Wow. He said, I'm going to explain it. Give me the new international version, please. If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath, did you see that? So King James said, You turn away from the Sabbath. This one said, If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, don't do it on your terms, do it on his terms. He says that it's time for praying. It's time for service. And you choose that. The time for service is the time you go for work to lose weight. Ah, give what belongs to Caesar to Caesar and give what belongs to God to God. He said the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a time for me and my people. Don't do anything. Keep it holy. Don't break it. Don't water it down. Well, we have service every day, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Tonight, I just want to rest. I want to sleep. I want to stay. I just want to watch football, you know. He said, if you, if you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from, going, uh, from doing as, as you please on my holy day, don't do as you please. Do as I please. If you call the Sabbath a delight, it's not like it's time for service. Oh, again. Ah, this, this, you, you are happy. You call the Sabbath a delight. Call the Sabbath your delight. Be happy that you are, you are fellowshipping. Be happy that the word of God is coming. Be, call it your delight. You are fasting, but the Sabbath is not your delight. You see, think about it. He said, lift up your voice like a trumpet and tell, show my people. He said, show my people, show them, show them. Not just tell them, show my people their transgression. The house of Jacob, they are trying. They, 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 they are trying. They are trying to call on me, but they are, they are doing too many things wrong. How can someone say, I love the Lord? 
But I don't like fellowship. It's not true love. It's not true love. Anytime you see someone, me, I love, I love Jesus, but as the Christians, I can't stand. He's actually potentially not a Christian. Or he's actually so blind spiritually that he doesn't understand spiritual things. You can never understand spiritual things and take the people of God lightly. And you don't deal with the people of God based on their, their physical, phys uh, physical state or their personality or... Um, According to the flesh. In fact, 2 Corinthians puts it this way very clearly. He said, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, I think verse 15 or 16. He said, No, henceforth, no, no man after the flesh. Don't know people after the flesh in their human state. No, no man after the flesh. And so you know that this brother is like this, this sister is like 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 and 15 and 16. No, henceforth, no, no man after the flesh. Henceforth, 16 is there that for henceforth, no, we know no man after the flesh. So don't be fellowship with, with people based on their humanity. I'm not saying they are spirits, they are not spirits, but take your eye off your eyes off their human idiosyncrasies that sometimes just disrupt you a little bit. Just take and focus on what is important about our fellowship. He said, Our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son. When we come together, he said, Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am. How can you claim you love your wife? When she's, you have finished work, you say, no, don't worry, let's do FaceTime. I'll stay at, in my office, and then you just do, you know, I love you so much. I'm missing you so much. Oh, but I just don't want to come. Uh, I, don't, I just want, for one week, you are staying in the office, because you, have, you have shower, and you got change of clothes, and you are not coming home to see your, your wife. And you say, oh, you know, my wife understands we are in love. It's not love. Listen, if you don't have intentions to do this thing right, that means that you are taking the Sabbath for granted. And you're fasting, you better stop fasting. Because this one I can say free. You know why I can say free? When you are fasting, I don't feel it. My own, I'm feeling my own already. Your not fasting doesn't add to my, it doesn't make mine easier or difficult. It's not, so it's so personal. It's, that's why it must be sacrificial. It's so personal. And so I'm advising you, if you will not do it God's way, then don't waste your energy. If you are fasting, then fast. That's what I mean. If you are fasting, then fast. Well, Pastor, excuse me. Can you throw a bit more light on that? What other lights? What, what, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, we are watch, we, we, you are watching the service. Oh. You are watching the service. But your girlfriend is under your armpit. <laughs> and you are fasting as well. My friend, stop that. You are deceiving your own self. Ah, you are watching. And your wife is somewhere. Your wife is somewhere. And you are sitting somewhere with someone. And in fact, whilst you are watching, you are on your phone sending WhatsApp to some people, some, some nasty stuff. And say, oh, but we are fasting. No, you, uh, please, just stop it. Stop that and make your fasting count or don't bother fasting because you are just starving yourself and it will be in fact years ago I found out that when you are fasting and you begin to concentrate on God your spirit is lighter so when in those states if you begin to watch bad stuff the transmission is faster and easier because your spirit is lighter yeah when, when you are in bitterness and angry and it makes you much more vulnerable it, it makes negative in the same way when you are doing it right Trans uh, positive transmissions happen faster and smoother. Why would you fornicate in a time of fasting? Why? If the devil even comes with a gun on your head, you can tell Satan, get behind me. <laughs> because time of fasting is the time Satan would like to tempt you more. Ask Jesus. It's the time Satan would like to tempt you more because if he can succeed in tempting you, he can, he can, he can, he can reduce and make your fasting ineffective. 
But I thank God that this fasting has changed somebody's story. Yeah. This fasting has changed your story. God will give you the strength. He will give you the grace. He will give you the divine enablement, divine ability to be able to do it his way. So it will become the chosen fast of God. Tell my people their transgressions. Fasting is not just going away from food. Fasting is actually dedicating yourself to really intense focus. It's like laser beams to really seek the face of God radically. That's fasting. So if you are seeking the face of God, you the Sabbath is your delight. The Sabbath is your delight. The Sabbath means that a time with God, fellowshiping with the people of God, spending time in God's presence is your delight. If thou turn away thy foot, from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, and uh, a delight, the holy of the Lord. Honorable, we say, oh, this one, this is very important for God. I'm, I'm having time with God. Your friends are coming, so let's, let's, go, and, let's go and just have some um, chicken kebab or something. He said, no, 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 please. I'm hungry, but it's time. I'm, I'm sick. I'm, I'm spending time with God and God's people. I'm hearing God's word. I'm hearing God's word. Hey, shh, shh, please, quiet. I'm hearing God's word. Then you switch off all the other attention-seeking uh, gadgets and gizmos around you so that you can focus and zoom in on God. Listen, may I tell you something? It's not everybody who likes these kind of things. It's not everybody who likes this kind of things. Some people say, ah, uh, I've discovered. Someone, some, some people say, oh, this lockdown, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm leaving the church. I'm going somewhere. It's because they want, some, most of them want is sin, sin. They want to sin. But you know, in our, in our, in our environment, we will, we will preach the devil out of you. Most people, when they say, I'm going, it's because they want to go and see. Say, I want to, I, I, there's too much strength. I just want to live a normal life. It's because you want to live a sinful life. Sinful life. And this pastor is always, always, I have a lot of things in my mind. I have a lot of things. Every time, sin, every time, fornication. Because that is a fornication that is bringing the things on your mind. It's spoiling what God is trying to do. Say, tell my people they are transgression. Oh, Jesus didn't preach against him. Read your Bible properly. Open your eyes and read your Bible. There are all kinds of people who purport they are, they, they are men of God, but they don't speak the word of God. What kind of man of God is that that does not speak the word of God? I'm not saying he's telling you whimsical. When I say whimsical, whimsical is ideological. I'm like, hey, you see, this one, God is telling me he's going to bless you. That is not actually the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is this one, this one. That's the authentic word of the Lord. And today, when we read John chapter 3, didn't you see? He said, he who God has sent speaks the word of God. John chapter 3, verse 34. He said, he who God has sent speaks the word of God. Anyone who doesn't speak the word of God, God hasn't sent him. He who God has sent, what, what does he do? He speaks the word of God. For God gives him the spirit without measure. The reason why he's giving the spirit is so that you can speak the word. He who God has sent. <laughs> can I shout hallelujah? All right, let's just run up. All right, so is there you call it the um, call the Sabbath your delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable, and thou shalt honor him, not doing thy own ways. Do you see that? Not doing thy own ways, nor finding thy own pleasure, nor speaking thy own ways. You are not doing your own thing because that season is dedicated for the Lord. That's when you even do things by faith. You are doing more things by faith. You are doing more things by faith. You said, the way I feel about this guy, I will never be able to forgive. But you know what? I choose to forgive him by faith. 
I won't talk about it again. I won't talk. I won't tell other people about the issue again. I've forgiven him. I've forgiven her. I do it, and I, I choose to do it. it I tried some time ago. It didn't work, but this time I know it worked, and I'm, I'm obeying God. Some, some of us might have to delete your account from some places that is not helping you. Delete the account. Block some things. Do it. Take a step. Act now before it's too late. Hallelujah. All right. So this is the 10th restriction. It's about the Sabbath day. It's about what belongs to God. Don't touch it. Give what belongs to God to God. Then the, the number, verse 14 tells us the 13th and 14th blessing that comes with fasting. He said, then, hallelujah, someone shout then. Amen. Shall then, then shall thou, shall thou delight thyself in the Lord, watch this, you will delight yourself in the Lord, watch this, the blessing is here, and God, that's the blessing, God will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, fasting, and you are delighting yourself, he said God will cause you to be the best in your school, the best in your class, the best on the course, God, God will cause you. God will cause you to be the best. Your business will win the award. God will cause you. What you are doing will be selling better. People will prefer yours. What you are, God will make you ride. God will make you ride in your high places, on the high places of the earth. Where kings ride, you'll be riding there. And he says that, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. Yes. There are things that belong to you by destiny. But hasn't gotten to you. God said, me, myself, I'll feed, I'll feed you with it. And he says, therefore, the, Lord, the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. So 14 benefits of doing fasting right or doing the chosen fasting. I've given them all to you. Let me, let me conclude by saying this. Let me just sum them up. Number one, your light to break forth. Number two, your, spring, your health to spring forth speedily. Number three, Righteousness will go before thee. Your righteousness will go before. Number four, the glory of the Lord shall be your reward. Number, f number five, um, your light shall rise in obscurity and thy darkness shall be as the noonday. Number six, the Lord shall guide thee continually. Number seven, he will satisfy you in drought. Number eight, your bones shall be fat. He will make your bones fat. Number, number nine, you shall be like a watered garden like, and like a spring of water whose Waters filled not. Number 10, they that shall be of thee shall build the old places. Number 11, thou shalt raise the foundation of many generation, generations. Number 12, you shall be called the repairer of the bridge, the restorer of paths to dwell in. Number, uh, that's number 12. Yeah. And number 13, God will cause you to ride upon, ride upon the high places of the earth. And number 14, God will feed you with the heritage of your father. Your inheritance. What is your birthright? You will not miss it. It will get to you. In Jesus' name. This fasting is changing somebody's life completely. And I know you are the one. It shall work for you. It shall work for you. It shall work for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.